Welcome to Tell Me What to Google. I'm Michael Kent, and this is a podcast where listeners tell me something they recently learned from the internet that they think I should learn about. Last week's episode about James Brown's 1968 Boston Garden concert was one of my favorite episodes so far, and this week we're also going to be talking about a television broadcast. The topic comes from Matt, and it's about the royal family. Hi, this is Matt from Western Supermare, and I recently learned that a documentary about the royal family aired in 1969 and was banned by the Queen and hasn't been seen since. It was recently leaked on the internet. Thought you'd like to Google that. Thanks. I like this one. Uh, My wife and I have been watching The Crown on Netflix, and I have to say I had no interest in the royal family before watching it. I would even go so far as to say it's incredibly hard for me as an American to understand the idea of a royal family. I've always thought that if I were living in the United Kingdom, I'd have a real problem knowing that a chunk of my taxes go towards supporting this one family. But I'll also say that watching this series on television has helped me understand a little bit better and appreciate how the royal family represents ideals, traditions, and something that can be argued as very symbolically important. So I know a little bit about this documentary and how it was banned because they talk about it in The Crown. It's the third season and the episode is called Bubbikins, Bubbikins. Uh, But I'm really curious now how much truth there is in it. There are aspects of the show that are dramatized, so let's take a look. I find this fascinating. I think in the television series, they squished together. They must have squished together about 10 years worth of public sentiment and things that happened in the 60s. For instance, there were some unflattering newspaper articles criticizing the royal family in the late 50s, and that started a small but growing sentiment among British citizens that the idea of a royal family and monarchy in general was antiquated and unnecessary in a modern world, and it painted them as out of touch. And in the show, in The Crown, they sort of squeeze all that together into like one episode. But uh, there is a history here, and uh, a horrible mining disaster in 1966 killed 116 children, and some citizens in the UK didn't think the Queen was responsive enough in consoling the community. She waited eight days to visit, and she has since said it's her biggest regret as Queen that she waited so long. She was excoriated in the press. The the public was desperate to see emotion and empathy from the royal family. And that leads us to this documentary. In 1969, The Queen's press secretary, Sir William Heselton, along with Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, had the idea to pull back the royal curtain by inviting a documentary crew to follow the royal family around for a few months and expose some of the inner workings of the family to the public. In addition to adding a feel of humanity to the Queen and her family, they thought that it would help modernize the crown and help the United Kingdom to understand what goes on behind the closed doors of Buckingham Palace. In the end, they shot 43 hours of footage of the family at locations all over the UK. The Palace, Windsor Castle, Balmoral Castle, the Royal Yacht, the Royal Train, the Royal Private Jet, Sandringham, all over their properties. It covered meetings with diplomats from all over the world, lavish dinners, the investiture of Prince Charles of Prince of Wales, and several private family moments. When I come back from a short break, I'll talk about how the documentary was received. 
Do you like jokes? How about stories? What about magic tricks? If you said yes to any of those, you'll love my weekly live stream show, Joke Story Trick Live. Every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, we gather to tell listener jokes, do magic, even learn magic, and bring on a special guest to tell a story. We've had everyone from a sitting U.S. congressman to television stars to WWE wrestlers. It's always a great time, and it's a free show. Just go to jokestorytrick.com to watch past episodes or tune in every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's jokestorytrick.com. I hope to see you there. I'm excited to be partnered with this company because it's a product that I've used and loved for years. Scotty Vest makes gear that looks great and is packed with pockets. And as much as I travel, that's always been a huge perk. But even on years like this one where I don't travel as much, my Scotty Vest fleece is just as useful because I'm always carrying so much stuff with me. My wallet, my phones, my keys, my mask, and there's a pocket for everything. Not only that, they now have an awesome new face mask that allows you to even use a straw while wearing it. Go to scottyvest.com, that's S-C-O-T-T-E-V-E-S-T.com, and use my promo code, tell me, all one word, for 15% off your order. That's scottyvest.com, and enter promo code, tell me. If you're a fan of this show, my other show, Joke Story Trick, or my comedy magic career in general, you should consider supporting me by joining my Patreon. I work hard to make sure that there's always fresh content on there, including bonus footage, exclusive videos, and free stuff like stickers, balloons, drink koozies, and more. You can join for as little as a dollar a month and can leave at any time. I consider the folks over at Patreon my most loyal and true fans, and I would love to see you there too. Just go to patreon.com slash Kent and choose what level of membership is best for you. You can pledge $1, $5, or $10 and get more and more bonuses the more you pledge. Once again, that's patreon.com slash Michael Kent. The documentary aired on June 21st in 1969 on the BBC, and it was edited into a 90-minute show called Royal Family. It was watched live by nearly one-third of the United Kingdom, 30 0.6 million viewers. It was sold around the world and seen by 350 million people. It was one of the largest viewing audiences of any show at that time, and it still ranks today third in the list of largest viewing audiences in the UK, behind the 1966 World Cup and Princess Diana's funeral. The documentary was immensely popular and all people talked about it. For the first time, the veil of mystery had been pulled back to see what day-to-day -day life is like for the family. For many, it was the first time that they saw the queen as a mother and family member. They were stunned to see the queen using her own money to pay for ice cream. In fact, it was one of the first time any of the royal family had been televised speaking in a way that wasn't carefully scripted and planned. Unlike the way the documentary was portrayed in the Netflix series The Crown, the general public overwhelmingly loved the show. But it also had a lot of critics. Traditionalists in England were mortified, for instance, to see Queen Elizabeth storing leftover food in Tupperware, which was seen as something that was below her station in life by staunch conservatives. Some thought that it was important to maintain a sense of mystery and intrigue to the royal family. At one point in the documentary, some of the palace housekeepers are discussing the linens and blankets and how they date back to Queen Victoria. 
The waitstaff displays lavish dinner setups with stacks of silver and gold plates. Not exactly the type of thing you would want to show if you were trying to convince the public that you're just like them. Then at another point, we meet many diplomats as they have an audience with the Queen. There's a very awkward scene with Richard Nixon where he just seems incredibly out of place and nervous. I guess anyone would be. The scenes that are meant to show the royal family as a normal, everyday family fall short. At one point, they're gathered around a television watching I Love Lucy, and they just seem stiff and uncomfortable like they don't know how to act around each other. Prince Philip laughs at the show and utters, so stupid. Then there's a scene where the Queen, her husband Prince Philip, and their children Prince Charles and Princess Anne are eating breakfast together and chatting. There are several bits here that I can't believe they aired. For example, they're talking about how Queen Victoria once had to keep from laughing as an ambassador tumbled and fell down some stairs. And then she goes on to compare an American ambassador to an ape and laughed about how she could barely keep from laughing at his appearance. Prince Philip goes on to talk about the Queen's father, King George VI, how he would yell and swear while gardening. And the Queen looks uncomfortable as he says it. While many in the country loved it, the Queen was embarrassed by it. Soon after airing, she had the film banned from being aired and ordered all copies to stop being sold. She didn't like the idea from the beginning and didn't like how it portrayed the family. In fact, it seems like Prince Philip was one of the documentary's only supporters. The Queen's daughter, Princess Anne, discussed the documentary many years later. I don't quite know how to put this, but um, I never liked the idea of the royal family film. I always thought it was a rotten idea. The attention that had been brought on one ever since one was a child, you just didn't want any more. And the last thing you needed was greater access. Permission was given for the film to be shown once more on British television about a decade later in 1977, but it's been kept in a vault ever since. Then recently, like 2021 recently, the entire 90-minute film was briefly leaked and put onto YouTube. It was quickly taken down, but not after a few thousand people watched it. One source from the Royal Palace told the Times it should not be on YouTube, and if it does appear, we would expect it to be taken down. And it was, very quickly. As you can tell from the details I'm able to tell you about the documentary, I may or may not have seen the entire thing. Keep in mind, many of these details have been discussed in articles on the internet as well. Okay, fine, yes, I saw it. I watched all of it. And it was pretty slow, but really interesting. Listen, you told me what to Google, and I did. And here's a challenge for you. If your Google foo is strong, you may be able to find it for yourself. It's time for the part of the podcast where I call a friend and see if they already know what we have just learned. And today I've invited my good friend Lance Thompson on the show. I've known Lance for many years in his role as someone who brings entertainment to college campuses. And he's also one of the funniest people I know. He currently has an irreverent podcast called Self-Hating Podcast, which is all about why he hates podcasts. Well, hello. What's going on, Lance Thompson? Well, not much. What's up with you? You know, uh, it's uh, it's a blizzard here today. We've got uh, six inches of snow on the ground from overnight. There was no snow yesterday, and no one's going anywhere today. So that's kind of fun. I, I feel like we have at least 12 inches. Oh, my it's God. A lot of snow. I shoveled this morning, and it's already filled. So 
Uh, well, I brought you on the show to ask you, we're going to do a quick quiz, and you don't know what it's about, and that's part of the show. So Sweet. there are stakes, there are prizes to each one of these questions. So for question number one, if you get this first question right, I will donate four sweaters to people who need them. If you get it wrong, I will only donate one sweater. So if you miss this first question, three people may go cold this winter, and it'll be your fault. So you're, so you're going to donate them to, like, middle school, like, little girls in their class? Because they're always cold. That... <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. Why would I just walk into a school and be like, anyone well, need some sweaters? <laughs> well, who else would need them? I mean... Like homeless people. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Give them to, like, AMVETS or something. Get them a coat. Yeah, I have extra coats, too. I have a lot more extra sweaters than I have extra coats. And my wife and I disagree on this because she's always like, you have way too many coats. But I like all my coats, and they're all for different things. I have my old marching band, like, letter jacket. Yeah. (laughs) And and she hates it. But I wear it, you know, if I ever go to a football game, I wear it. Oh, I thought Uh, you would have framed that already. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't framed it uh, (laughs) under, I have my original marching band hat that sits on my, you know, behind my desk and and all that. So, (laughs) well, here's your first question. Okay. A documentary followed a family around in 1969 and was banned from ever being seen by that family until it was leaked onto the internet this month. Which one of these families was it? A. Elvis Presley, B, Queen Elizabeth and the royal family, C, Queen Latifah. I'm going to go with B. You are correct. It's Queen Elizabeth Ah. and the royal family. They hired a film crew to follow them around for several months in 1969. It aired, was immensely popular. The queen hated it, banned it, completely canned the thing. And uh, while everyone loved it, and it was a huge audience, no one ever saw it again until it got put on YouTube, like, last week. So they Uh, did show it. Like, they didn't just ban it it outright? No, they showed it. And in fact, the Queen uh, screened it before it aired, and they aired it anyway. But then, afterward, she decided she didn't like it. Uh, so question, so, so basically, you got that right, which means I will be donating four sweaters like of your own, or are you gonna go to like Goodwill and like? Well, no, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna my own sweaters. I'm not gonna take sweaters that someone else donated and then redonate them somewhere else. Well, like I'm gonna go well, yeah, you? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> go to Goodwill, buy four sweaters, and then donate yeah. them back to Goodwill. No, that doesn't count. I'm not. <laughs> that's not. I'm not skating around my own quiz. That's uh, how my wife gets all her clothes. She like buys and then she like gets tired of it, gives it to Goodwill. Then we go to Goodwill and buy more. <laughs> that seems pointless. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I'm. I'm gonna. I have extra sweaters that you know okay. either don't fit me. You know, in my new pandemic form, <laughs> they don't fit my belly. So uh, you know. <laughs> so question number two for this question. And I should note that with your job, you've met lots of famous people, or at least semi-famous, and I have as yeah. well, at least B-level people. <laughs> right. If, if you get this question right, I will tell you the worst celebrity encounter I've ever had. If you get it wrong, you have to tell me the worst celebrity encounter you've ever had. Oh, man. Do you have That's one in mind or question. a few in mind? Um, let me think here. I mean... I don't know if I've had like a bad one. I've had a weird one. So I maybe hear, I'll go okay, with that. So one. you can tell the weird one. 
Okay. And uh, if if you get the question wrong, and this is sort of a difficult question, okay. which of these is not only one of these? Which one of these is not a way to address the queen? Okay. A, your Majesty. B, your Royal Highness. C, ma'am. Which is one that you can't address the queen? Yeah. Only one of these is not a proper way to address the queen. I mean, you can, but it's not proper. <laughs> you can say anything well, you want to the queen, really. It feels like C's too obvious because you've said that this is difficult. <laughs> yeah, I, sh- I shouldn't have said anything. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, what was the first one again? The first one is Your Majesty. The second one is Your Royal Highness. And the third one is Ma'am. I'll go with Ma'am. I'm sorry. Uh, uh. Ma'am is a proper way to address the queen. The one that is not a proper way is Your Royal highness so they get that title when they're royals you know h h r h h you know uh his royal highness her royal highness but when you're queen she becomes your majesty and it's no longer proper to address her as your royal highness because you say your majesty instead because you're you're, she's too high and ma'am is proper as long as you have already referred to her as your majesty so you got that one wrong which means you have to tell me about a, a strange Celebrity okay. encounter. So, you don't have to use what, the name if this is gonna, you know, get back. No, to that no, 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 no. Okay. They, I'm sure he does not care. Listen to um, my podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so I, I, I worked at Barnes and Noble in Milwaukee after college, like right after college, and so my second day, I'm, I, I worked in the music section, which still exists at Barnes and Noble, but they don't really have anyone specifically like working in there anymore because like you know no one buys music uh or movies (laughs) so but you know so i'm sitting there and my um my boss is kind of standing next to me and we're just you know at that point i'm just working the register so he can tell me when i'm like messing up or whatever and this strange looking old man um that looks nearly homeless and my boss kind of looks and, you know, he's kind of like, hmm, what's this guy's deal? And he comes up to the register and he points behind me and he's like, I want all five seasons of Six Feet Under on DVD that are behind you. And I'm like, okay, thank you, sir. Um, so I go behind and I grab them. And at this point, you know, and at Barnes & Noble, they're like 80 bucks a piece. So he's spending like $500 on dvds essentially and we think this dude is like a homeless man like he just looks like hell and so i'm like ringing him up and then my boss is like you have to ask him if he wants like the membership card you know from from barnes and noble i'm like okay so i'm like sir would you like to get our membership card you can get 10 members blah 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 blah. and he's like nah 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 nah, no problem i don't want any of that and as that's kind of happening my boss is on the phone with another person, and they're like, we think that Neil Diamond is in the store right now. Uh. And I'm like, oh, and like, so he's like, so then my boss kind of turns to him. He's like, you you know, you kind of look like Neil Diamond. <laughs> he's like, you, know, you ever get that? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. So <laughs> he, he that, so I, I rave up and all this stuff, and uh, he like, you know, I, he, he goes off on his way. Um. 
and we're just like that was really weird and so we look at the receipt and it's signed like neil diamond unbelievable and so and then we kind of looked and he had a concert like that next day in town and we just thought it was very strange you know that he wouldn't want to get this like membership card you know because he'd (laughs) save fifty dollars on this you know purchase then we're like, oh, he's Neil Diamond. He doesn't care. Yeah. And so it was just, it was one of the stranger things that's happened to me because we totally thought this guy was like scamming us. He's a or, big, big you know, Michael C. Hall fan, Neil Diamond. Right. Came like, in, just, bought six feet under, and then he's going to come back for Dexter. Right. We just totally thought we were getting scammed, and it was, it was, <laughs> that was really the, Neil Diamond. The real deal. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. So, question number three. If you get this one right, I will send you, in the mail, a tell-me-what-to-Google sticker. Ooh. If you get it wrong, you have to send me something from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay. In the mail. It can be a sticker. I don't care what it is. Put these royal scandals in order from oldest to most recent. So, there are three royal scandals that I'm going to list. Okay. And you have to order them. From oldest to most recent. Number one, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle exit the royal life. Right. Number two, Prince Charles divorces Princess Diana. Number three, King Edward VIII was friends with Hitler. (laughs) Are you choking on the water (laughs) because the question is so easy? Prince Edward VIII (laughs) and his friends with Hitler? Yeah. Whoa. That's true. How That's did they figure that out? Uh, it came out after the fact. So okay. he abdicated the throne because he was in love with a woman who had been divorced. Uh, and maybe mm-hmm. was still even married to, it was an American woman. And uh, so he ab- had he chose love over being king. So he wow. abdicated the throne. Uh, but he also sympathized with Nazis, essentially. Oh, and so he wasn't just friends with Hitler. He was he, like, well, I think what he was know. looking for was not to have. He wanted to end the war, and he he was looking for peace. And so he thought the way to do that, for some reason, he thought Hitler was a reasonable guy, uh, and right? Even met with him on several occasions about the war, and uh, mm. yeah, it was a really really screwed up thing. Yeah, he he didn't understand the atrocities that were that were happening with Hitler, and was was friends with the wow. dude. So, yeah, so there's... Well, that one is the oldest, for yes, sure. Yes, that's the oldest. And then Princess Di getting divorced. That certainly would be in the middle. And then the Markle... Megan Mar- Markle? Merkel? Markle, That would yeah. be the er- earliest one. Yes, that is that one was kind of easy. Uh, mm-hmm. So also, because I just want you to have one of these stickers, so I'll send you one. Yes. <laughs> and I'll still take anything from Kenosha if you have any, you know... Okay. You know, a... a Whatever it might be. Uh, Question four. If you get the next question wrong, you have to take me to the Cheese Castle next time I'm in Kenosha. Oh, nice. If you get it right, I'll drive. Okay. (laughs) I just want to go to the Cheese Castle. (laughs) Yes. Well, yeah, it's uh, there's like a whole full like restaurant and bar in that place. It's crazy. That's awesome. Uh, I went. I went last time uh, and uh, I I bought, I don't know, $30 worth of cheese. Which is like one bag. Yeah, exactly. It's very expensive. <laughs> and I left it all in the hotel room. I forgot. Oh. I put it on the in the fridge, in the mini fridge, and I left it all. Uh, and I was so mad when oh, I realized. No. I didn't realize it till I got, like, I was driving back to the airport. And 
didn't have time to turn around. So uh, the royal family documentary, the one that this episode is about, covered the investiture of Charles as Prince of Wales. The question is, what is investiture? And you get three choices here. Okay. A, it's a formal ceremony similar to a coronation. B, it's when he is given land and a share of money from the country. Or C, when people from the internet band together to invest in a short squeeze on a country's wealth. <laughs> is a short and a squeeze the same thing? Jeez. I think I've been so confused all I week. Have, I, me too. I'm so confused. No, a, a short squeeze is what they did to the people who were already shorting the stocks. Oh, okay. So basically they ruined these guys' plan to have, you know, they needed these stocks to lose money. And right. these people drove up the the value and squeezed and the squeeze. these guys so that they lost money. And uh, that's as much oh. as I understand of the yeah, whole thing. Uh, it's very confusing to someone who isn't, like, in the in that world i pay well, a guy would, to do my investing i don't I, well right and you even have like a decent business sense you know i mean it's just it's, being it's, like your own boss kind of thing but i can yeah it's I, so confusing it's so confusing and yeah it doesn't i don't think business sense matters when it comes to the stock market because it, none of it makes sense it is so <laughs> such its own thing and so much of it yep. is a fraud and a scam with this shorting oh so which like sports betting <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's it's like or like betting futures, like oil futures and stuff. It's like our speculative stuff. It doesn't yep. make any sense. All yep, right. Yep. So investiture. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm gonna answer. This is my. I'm gonna say that he got like land and money from the the country. Is that your final answer? Yes. I'm sorry. He doesn't. Oh. Uh, he has already got the land and the money. The, oh. the investiture is nothing but a formal ceremony it is uh it is nothing but you know it's pomp and circumstance to to show you know i am the prince of wales here's here is me here i am uh question five is for all the marbles this is our final question this is for all the marbles if you get this wrong i'm banning you from this show never to be asked on again oh gosh how's your 2021 going that's your Ooh, question. That's a good question. Um, it's been there hasn't been a lot of new music. Like for some reason, um, like musical artists aren't like releasing new albums. So it's been kind of like it's been kind of dull for uh, for the most part. Because that's what I do. Like while I'm working, is I listen to new music. So it's just been kind of dull in that sense. But otherwise, I mean, my Kid goes back to in-person school on March 1st, so that's good. And he started Taekwondo, so I've been taking him to that. I mean, oh, so man. I'm just kind of living for him now. So, awesome. yeah, it's been good. That's awesome. Well, you've got that question right, so uh, I may yes. ask you back on the show again, Lance. Uh, yes. <laughs> tell me a little bit about your podcast. What's going on with this? Oh, gosh. And I started, I know I told you I started my last episode and I got like halfway through and these these things, my microphone died. Oh, no. Um, so I've, I've been kind of thinking about doing like a, this podcast for a little while about how I just have no interest. Why do I have no interest in podcasts? Like why? And so I I had three episodes 
like ideas for them. The first one is about this um, podcast that I listened to like religiously for a couple of years and then um, just it got completely blown up and there was there's still drama like four years later about it and just awful. And so that kind of spoiled things. The second episode is about how music like I just I find if I listen to a podcast like I'll have to pay attention and I don't have to do that with music and I don't want to and I don't want to like waste that time listening to a podcast when I could be listening to music. Um, and now this third one is going to be about true crime and how I find it to be kind of disgusting. I've I've heard your opinion on this, and I really look forward to listening to it. And uh, I'm going to come on your show and make a case for podcasts. Yes, and yes. Uh, present the other side of the coin. Uh, but that said, I do I do understand. I've always felt that way about stuff, but at the same time, also consumed that that type of content. Mm-hmm. Uh, I right. I do listen to true crime, um, but I see it the same way that I see like Dateline NBC when they're mm-hmm. to catch a predator. It seems right. very smutty, and they might be doing something that's good for society or whatever. But it's right. also very like train wreck. Like you know, it's the it's it's very like um, we're all voyeurs at heart. Like we all like to right. peer into other people's worlds when. There is crisis and conflict going on, and it's the, it's yeah. the reason news is popular. So, right, yeah, I I I dig it, man. I've listened to uh, to your first episodes, and I love the concept. It's very meta, but uh, it's <laughs> it's it's also you know there's there's a fair amount of irony in a podcast uh, about uh-huh. how you hate podcasts, and I love that too. So, uh, you can check it out. It's called. The self hating pod no just self hating podcast no the yes so search- I, yeah I don't I don't really know uh, I usually tell people not to listen to it um, <laughs> and the episodes are the first one's like twelve minutes and the second one's like fifteen I think the third one will be a little bit longer but yeah, yeah. I try and keep it quick so can I make a prediction yes by the end of your podcast you will be listening to more podcasts and you will be enjoying podcasts. Maybe I mean I because I know you're kind of a, you're a music guy too so I just yep I'm a I music guy but I don't uh I only I only put on music when I'm really need to like when I'm writing I need to listen to music mm-hmm. but there are so many times in my life and we can get into this on your show not necessarily on my <laughs> no. yeah. so many times in my life <laughs> when I'm traveling from one place to another you know spending mm-hmm. time in my car doing whatever and I like to engage my brain that way. Whereas right. music doesn't. Uh, music almost does the other thing where it it makes me check out. So that's right. why, you know, and, and I always like to feel like I'm I'm learning and, and advancing. You're doing something. You're doing something, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, dude, uh, it was a pleasure having you on the show. And I hope to bring you back on sometime soon. I like to do repeat guests on this show. So I'm sure okay. that you'll be back uh, at some point. And awesome. uh, thanks again, man. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Well, that's all for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me out by leaving a review of the podcast on iTunes. I'm trying to get more people to listen to this podcast every week. And in addition to just leaving, you know, five stars of the podcast, leave a sentence or two because writing a few words helps a ton to allow other people to listen and to allow other people to tell me what to Google. I'll see you next week. Tell Me What to Google would like to thank the Patreon subscribers whose monthly contributions put them at producer status. Sean Brown, Catherine Morgan, Taylor Hurt, 
Bryce Swanson, Mitch Joseph Kemplin, David Lucas, Alan Sokolik, Eugene Anderson, Scott Schuler. The show is written and produced by me, Michael Kent. The theme song is by Reed Mathis, and additional music this week was from Asher Falero. All audio clips in this episode are used for education and commentary and used under Fair Use Title 17, USC Section 107. You can listen to past episodes by searching for Tell Me What to Google wherever you get your podcasts. And you can see bonus content at patreon.com slash Michael Kent.